Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Riding the Storm Out. It is so good to have you with us once again. This week, playing the part of Pastor Dan Fisher is one of our ministerial staff ministers, David Hannon. David, welcome to today's show. Well, thank you very much. And I, of course, like every week, am Pastor Paul Blair. Again, we try to bring you a biblical perspective of current cultural events because, quite frankly, the body of Christ has been sitting around the last couple of years scratching their heads going, what in the world is going on? Mm -hmm. And sadly, David, beginning with the shutdown, too many pastors weren't addressing it. I mean, they were just ignoring it altogether as if it wasn't even happening. Mm -hmm. And the people were were lost. And that's one of the reasons we've gotten so much attention. And then the sad thing is some of the pastors that were talking about it were generally wrong on most of the things they were sure. recommending, yeah, sure. you know, including recommending that their congregations wholesale go out and get this experimental uh, immune uh, process. It's, I, I don't want to call it a vaccine because it's never been a vaccine, but trying to encourage their congregation to go out and participate in this experiment. Quite frankly, a lot of the direction that has been out there has been wrong. So there are shows like ours. In fact, maybe our show, maybe the only show that has <laughs> pastors just boldly engaging a politically incorrect but biblically accurate perspective on what's going on in the world. So sure. at least this week we'll have an intelligent conversation. <laughs> Normally sure. it's me and Dan. It's very one-sided. <laughs> it's like, but <laughs> Well, today we're going to talk about Build Back Better. Oh, wow. Hmm. And what is that? Are Hyperinflation we, uh, in biblical end times is the topic of today. So I got a video for you okay. here. Right. This is uh, Biden telling the American people, if you're worried about inflation, is this Joe or Jill? Joe, <laughs> uh, Joe. Oh, okay, okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, his, his answer is support the Build Back Better initiative. Okay. So All this right, is from good. Tuesday, January 25th. Okay. Anytime you want me to stop this, okay. feel free to say stop, and we'll talk. Please about stop it. And, about and just tell me this is a bad dream <laughs> that he's not really the president. Or, well, or so, in fact, tell me that Vice President Biden has not. <laughs> Occupied the White House. How's that? Okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. But Biden is your president. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Now, the second challenge we're facing are prices. COVID 19 has created a lot of economic complications, including rapid price increases across the world economy. People see it at the gas pumps, the grocery stores, and elsewhere. So, here's what we're going to do. Critical job in making sure that the elevated prices don't become entrenched rests with the Federal Reserve, which has a dual mandate, full employment and stable prices. The best thing to tackle high prices is a more productive economy with greater capacity to deliver goods and services to the American people and a growing economy where folks have more choices and more small businesses compete and where more goods can get to market faster and cheaper. I've laid out a three-part plan to do just that. First, fix the supply chain. COVID-19 has had a global impact on the economy. My Build Back Better plan will address the biggest cost of working families face every day. We could stop at any point. But, but, you know, how many ships do we have sitting off the coast of California ready to come on board? Hundreds how many truckers hundreds. are wanting to take product between states and between countries, but are being forced to get this experimental so-called vaccine, otherwise they can't cross the Canadian-United States border. Mm -hmm. yeah, none of this makes sense. It's all gobbledygook. Now, 
the reality is, is people need to understand the definition of inflation. I don't know if he's going to get there or not. Uh, but I know he made some statement about, you know, one way to tackle inflation is to print more money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Inflating the dollar supply is one of the major contributors to inflation. Mm-hmm. You know, technically, the, the definition of inflation is too many dollars chasing too few products. So if you have something that's rare and a lot of people want it, that'll cause the price to go up. But, an, yep. but another thing is when you create too many dollars. You know, and the bad thing about inflation that people don't understand, because this affects every one of us. You know, most of us that grew up, uh, you know, born in the baby boomer generation or prior to that, and, and hopefully some in that next generation, were taught frugality. You know, we were taught the idea of work mm-hmm. hard, save up, and only invest in things when you absolutely need them. You know, make sure and prepare for your retirement and things of that, that nature. The bad thing about inflation is inflation is an invisible tax. Mm-hmm. What the and the government loves it because they make promises to to everybody out there in the country and say, hey, we're going to provide this for you, we're going to provide that for you. It's not going to cost you anything, ladies and gentlemen. The only thing that's free is eternal life. Jesus purchased that as mm-hmm. at the price of his own uh, life and blood and resurrection. But everything has a cost. There is no such thing as a free lunch. And what the government will do is simply print more dollars. Well, look at the graph. Yeah. Right there. Uh huh. Yep. Look there at you the go. gray line. Yep. The spike. Yep. You flood the market with yep. with the supply growth of U.S. money, and this is what you get. That that's exactly. Right. And, yeah. and, and ladies and gentlemen, think about it. If if um, let, let's just say there was a total of one billion dollars in in the money supply, and you have worked hard and saved, and of course that's not an accurate. I'm just using this as, as an example. And you've worked hard and saved, and you've got uh, a ten thousand dollars in your savings account. Well, if they double the money supply, and all of a sudden, rather than being $1 billion, they take it to $2 billion, and they've created a billion dollars just to buy free stuff and provide it for the, the voters so they can get reelected, then if the money supply has doubled, then your purchasing power of yep. what you have in the bank has been cut in half. So the reality is, is you are being taxed. You just aren't having to write a check Mm-hmm. But the buying right. power of your current dollars diminishes. That's right. Look at this. So this is January 20th, 2021. Yep. Gas, $2.50 a gallon. 30-year mortgage rates, 2.95%. Third quarter GOP growth, 33.1%. Inflation, one5 4%. That GDP, gross domestic product, GDP growth. Inflation, yes. 1.4%. Wow. Okay? Now, Three thirty-two, January twenty-seventh today. Three thirty-two, and I guarantee you that inflation is is um, inflation seven percent. That's yeah, what yeah. we're being told. Yeah. They don't include such things like food and things of that nature. Exactly, as if that doesn't affect the average family's yeah. budget. So if you look at this, like our government yep. is is reporting that our unemployment rate. You know, this is nineteen ninety-five to two thousand twenty-one. They're reporting our uh, unemployment rate being under five percent, but realistically. It's closer to twenty five percent, twenty percent. Well, that. I mean, I mean, look at the, Look, yep. at, you go to eat at a fast food restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not anyone yep. working. And the, yep. the, the, the inside is, yeah. is is closed. The only thing you can do is drive through. That's one of the problems. You're talking about the supply chain. That's another problem that contributes to the supply chain. Is when they are paying people to stay home and not go to work. 
then it's hard to find workers. Mm -hmm. And in order to find workers, for example, at McDonald's, when the starting wage is $15, $16, $20 an hour, and we're going to give you a, a $2,500 signing bonus to flip hamburgers, well, guess what happens? The cost of providing that Big Mac goes up. Mm -hmm. So the Big Mac goes from $3 to $5. Once again, that money that you have in your wallet that's already sitting there has less buying power. When you inflate the money supply, you diminish the value of money, and then when you pay people not to work, it's natural. They aren't going to work. So so you've got to raise wages significantly. And by the way, it's not natural. There should be a competitiveness that drives up prices. I mean, sure. if, if there is a good product out there and there's only one of them and two people want it, then the price is going to be driven up because yeah, they both right. want to purchase mm -hmm. it. But the reality is what's the inflation that's out there right now has all been created. And it's been created intentionally because the Great Reset is for the most part, a reset of centralized control and a reset of money. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that these beautiful people in Davos are wanting to do is replace the dollar yep. with what's called the central bank digital currency. Yes. Mm -hmm. So in order to get people to say, we can't trust the dollar anymore, we have to make the dollar worthless. And it's all for us. Yeah, it's, oh, it's all for, oh yeah, it's, of course, everything's gonna, for us. We're going to benefit it from yeah, this. Yeah, of course, everything's for us. You know, the thing that, I, I was talking with a friend earlier today, uh, David, uh, we, we used to do what was called a, a Give Me Liberty tour across the state of Oklahoma. This was maybe, um, oh, maybe seven, eight, ten years ago. Uh, President uh, Obama was still in office at the time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we were, we were lamenting at the time, the financial situation in the United States. And we were chastising or awakening the body of Christ to realize that it is absolute sin to leave our children up to their eyeballs in debt with our national debt. Mm -hmm. and, and after uh, President Bush left office, I think the total debt was around, oh, like $5 trillion. And then by Obama administration, it had doubled, gone up to like $10 trillion. Mm -hmm. And we were bemoaning and wailing and weeping sure. and gnashing teeth yep. over having a yep. national debt of $10 trillion. Plus, that doesn't include what are called the unfunded mandates, things like Social Security and all of this that's promised mm -hmm. to pay out there. Well, now, you know, it, it, think about this. It took us about 230 years, roughly, to accrue five trillion dollars in accumulated national debt mm -hmm. yep. and now in the last 10 years we've gone from five trillion to roughly 30 trillion and they're talking about trillion as if it's monopoly money now we'll just print more we'll take care of this ladies and gentlemen they are intentionally trying to destroy the dollar mm -hmm. and yep. it's all on it's purpose it's all yep. plays into this great reset yep. uh, another slide for us to look okay. at 1980, 2021, do you see something interesting about this year-to-year -year change on our consumer inflation numbers? Wow. So the blue, now what, what are we looking at here, Davis? SGS alternate CPI, 1980, okay. Yep, Okay. consumer inflation, okay. 1980, looking mm -hmm. very similar to what we're seeing today. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Yep. Well, so for those of you that were alive back in the late 70s and up through the early 1980s, that was not a pleasant period of time. You know, we had, uh, I, I was just a, uh, well, heavens, I was a, a teenager in high school at the time. But I can remember, um, heavens, well, I remember when I got married, David, the very first house Cindy and I bought, we were dancing because we got a 9.9% .9 interest rate. 
for our home. I mean, that was amazing, wow. under 10%. And interest rates for and that home. that day is coming oh, again. Oh, absolutely. That's the reason why I'm looking at this graph. Yeah. History is going to repeat itself. Ab we're well on the way. That's yes. exactly right. Uh -huh. You know, the, 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 the fallacy of the 1970s is going to come back on steroids. And, and we've gotten accustomed to inexpensive money. And, uh, you know, now, heavens, I, I did a, a, a refi last year, just did a 10-year loan on a, on a portion of, of the house, and, just, and, and I got it at 2%. I mean, it was just amazing. I mean, money that cheap. And, but at one time in the late 1970s, interest rates were up in the neighborhood of 21%. You can imagine, you, you couldn't afford to start a business or stay in business mm -hmm. when the cost of money was that much. And quite frankly, this has got to affect the United States. As interest rates go up and bond rates go up, the, value, the cost of our debt is going mm -hmm. to go up yep. until it's unsustainable. Mm -hmm. And ladies and gentlemen, that is the point. Joe Biden, in my opinion, is not running anything. Joe Biden is just <laughs> wakes up every day and, and wonders where he's at yep. and gets dressed and mm -hmm. takes a nap, goes out and eats ice cream and then goes back home. Mm -hmm. All of what's going on is part of a plan. There are those behind the scenes that control medical industries, that control mm -hmm. um, the news industries, that control the production industries, that control the tech industries. And it's those people that meet every year in Davos plotting for how they can consolidate or what's called central planning. That's communism, where the state owns everything and you are, including you, the state owns all the property and the state owns you as well. They're working at consolidating power. And once they flip the switch from dollars to central bank digital currency, then all of us will be equally broke. Mm -hmm. Whatever you've saved up for, it's gone because mm -hmm. the dollar will no longer be worth anything. Yep. Now, they promise that, oh, we're going we're gonna to replace it with a, a medium of exchange. Uh, it's going to have to be, uh, we'll have a, a, a digital currency. A digital credit system. A digital credit system, exactly mm -hmm. right. And understand, ladies and gentlemen, that with this digital credit, they will be able to monitor everything you do and control everything you do. And also, based upon what we already see in the um, communist nation of China, Red China, they have what's called a social credit score. And they monitor your behavior. They monitor what you say. They monitor the sites you visit on the website. They monitor stores you frequent, things you do. And you don't have unalienable God-given rights. You have privileges mm -hmm. that are granted you by the government based upon your credit score. Mm -hmm. Well, now in all, all of the corporate banks are already implementing what's called the ESG. Yep. Uh, it's, what is it, environmental, uh, social justice, and governmental. Based upon your worldview, based mm -hmm. upon your friends and the yep. radio stations you listen to and the things you support and how you vote, you will have certain credits. We're losing our liberty. Absolutely. We're losing our freedom. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and David, with this, for the people to understand just how close to home this is going to hit, for example, if your social credit score, it won't be your credit score. You know, right now you can borrow money based upon mm -hmm. your previous borrowing habits, your ability to borrow and your, your reliability to repay the loan and repay it on time. You have a credit score. Well, your social credit score will be based upon how you feel and how you believe and the things you support. And they can literally, because you won't have dollars, you will be, you'll have a card and eventually you'll have a tattoo of some sort or a chip on your hand or in your right forehead. There. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
you will be able to, for example, if they said, you know, that Blair, Blair needs to lose some weight when I go in and put some, try to put some popcorn in my computerized, my home that speaks to, you know, mm -hmm. you can walk in the home, turn on your lights or, or sure. tell the air conditioner to go up. Well, they will say, you know, Blair doesn't need popcorn at 10 o'clock and my microwave won't operate. Or they'll say, you know, Blair's been a bad boy, so we're going to limit his credit card or his, his, his credit at the company store to where he can only buy products up to a half mile away from That's his house. That's right. Mm -hmm. and, or, you've done too much traveling this month. Exactly. Or, or you've been a bad boy, David. You can't travel by, by plane or by, mm -hmm. you have a certain mode of transportation that's only available to you based upon your behavior. So this is complete, absolute, top-down government control. Liberty mm -hmm. is lost. And the sad thing about this, David, and maybe we talk about it in another episode because I'm sure we're about to run out of time. But the sad thing about it is, is I think there are people behind the scenes like Bill Gates, for example, mm -hmm. like Klaus Schwab, that have no belief in God. There is no God in their mind. That man, they are God. They are God. Yeah, man yeah. becomes God. Mm -hmm. And because there is no God, they are trying to perpetuate their power and even existence through artificial intelligence and other things, but they also, um, um, they believe in a sustainable planet. Yep. Well, you know, th we can't use too much of the Earth's resources. And one of the things that's, that's crazy about it, it really, you'd think you're watching a James Bond movie, except yep. it's real. Yep. But one of the things, they believe that we are overpopulated. Yes. In fact, ladies and gentlemen, make sure and that. check. If your kids are in public school, make sure and check what they're being taught because chances are the environmental area will be teaching them that the world has a virus and that virus is man. Mm -hmm. The world has a fever and it's man that's causing the world to be sick. So man needs to be reduced or even eliminated for utopia. But, you know, Gates himself, I think, has targeted. Have you read? I mean, somewhere, I think, I think he believes somewhere between 500, 500, yeah, 500 million, million. Yeah, I think that's the number. Yeah. And right now we have 7.8 billion, billion people. Yeah. But a, the number for a sustainable planet is under a billion and, and maybe as low as 500 million. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, folks, that's a problem. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, boy, I, this is a real quick discussion. I, this has been really productive. Um, I like to kind of leave people with a couple of Bible verses mm -hmm. because we're talking about the end times, mm -hmm. warning of the end times. So um, don't be deceived. And Jesus answered mm -hmm. and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you, mm -hmm. Matthew 24, 4. Mm -hmm. um, and many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many, Matthew 24, 11. And then Matthew 24, 24. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Well, that obviously speaking of the tribulation period, and I think yep. we are leading down to that. You know, it's not going to be just like a, a starter's pistol or the flip of a switch. Uh, obviously, there will be a particular event, according to Daniel 9, that's the signing or the enforcing mm -hmm. of a Middle East peace treaty that allows Israel security mm -hmm. and the ability to rebuild their temple. But there will be events leading up to that. It'll be a gradual, sure. and quite frankly, with what we're seeing now, we are seeing how the mark of the beast could be implemented. We are seeing how global control over the population can mm -hmm. actually be done successfully. Yep. So I agree with you, buddy. I think we're getting closer and closer. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that means, you know, 
a couple things. I mean, the Lord, the trumpet could sound today, might be five years, might be 10 years. Regardless, we are getting close. And, you know, one thing, David, as I know we're just about out of time, but I made this statement back in around 2004 when I first began burdened as a pastor was very, to engage the culture. So I knew the rapture was coming, but I was just, what, what, I, what concerned me is what if the Lord doesn't return for 20 or 25 or 30 years looking at the rate of decay in America, what kind of America would my children live in and would my grandchildren be raised in? And I, I thought at the time, and, and still fervently do, as long as the Lord leaves us here. Now, one day that trumpet's going to sound, and we're going to be caught up to be with Him. But until that time, I want to do everything I can to retain the freedom uh, that we have enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I want my children, I want my grandchildren to enjoy the blessings of liberty. I don't want them to be persecuted or martyred for their faith. And I don't, I, if I had a choice... I would prefer not to be martyred for the. I would rather to enjoy uh, sure, liberty. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let me let me give us a plug on one of our websites that, sure, of course, yeah. you and I were very and Dan were all involved in, in putting together. Go to declarationforliberty.com. Declaration for liberty. By the way, that's the number four. Declaration number four liberty.com. We've got some great resources there, but begin by watching a 30 minute video that we produced in house called What is the Great Reset? You know, I'm so thankful that people like Glenn Beck and lots of people are now talking about sure. Klaus Schwab yeah. and the Great yep. Reset, what's going on. If we understand what's going on, then we can, you know, we're not going to change prophecy, but we're always going to stop evil. We're going to do everything we yep. can to stop evil. So, audience, make sure and, and check out declarationforliberty.com. Go through all of that and share that with your friends and family. When people have knowledge, they also have great power, and we can resist this tyranny. Sure. And I believe we've got some political sure. answers. And also drop us a line about what's important to you uh, in the way of like uh, topics, because mm-hmm. I think maybe the next topic that we should consider doing to build back better, we must reinvent capitalism. Here's how. This is right off the World Economic Forum webpage right here. Well, maybe we'll just pick it up there next time. Yeah, sounds Very like good. a good plan. Folks, thank you for joining us for this week's edition of Riding the Storm Out. And truly, we are. Right <laughs> after one year of the Biden. Oh, yeah. I thought Obama was bad, but after one year of the, of the, of the Biden administration, yeah, phones, uh, we are riding yeah. the storm yeah. out. So we're glad to be riding together with you. God bless you, and we'll see you next time.